What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Brother MT, and we're here with another Metric Mate Minute podcast. On the Metric Mate Minute podcast, we cover leaders from all over the world telling you about how they do what they do, why they do what they do, and how staying fit keeps them in their best mindset. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Brother MT, and we're here with another Metric Mate Minute, man. And you know that at the Metric Mate Minute, we bring you some of the top leaders from all over industry, everything that's going on. And this week is no different, man. We got my boy, Corey Noel here. Known this man all my life, all his life. We've been running the streets, doing things. And now we're to the point where we're moving forward, challenging the status quo and seeing what we can do to prepare the future forward. So, Corey, appreciate you for joining me, brother. Tell the community a little bit about yourself, what you do, and 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 why you're such an awesome guy. Man, I'm, I'm awesome because of you. <laughs> people like you know, people like you, you know, Brandon Rawls or Mark Croft, you know, some you know, iron sharpens iron, man. But that's why I'm awesome. I'm, I'm Corey Noel. You know, it's a pleasure to be on the Metric uh, Mate podcast, uh, video cast, whatever kind of cast this is. This is new to me. We get into a pandemic and, and everybody doing videos now. But it's cool. Um, but I'm Corey Noel, um, active duty Air Force, been in the Air Force 16 years, prior security forces, and now I do logistics. So I work in, uh, I work in that realm. Our main operations are cargo movement. Well, we also do passenger movement, and we ensure that anybody who needs to move gets moved. You know, and that's people, weapons, airplanes. We do all of it. You know, so we are definitely uh, big within the wartime warfighting capability. But I mean, you know about me. I'm trying to figure out. What's metric made? I, I, I want to know. I, I noticed your podcast and I ain't trying to hijack it, but I need to know. I need to know what metric made is. <laughs> See, you can Come already on. tell why me and this guy get along. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he is off the chain. Yeah, this is something that that, that this passion project, metric made, is amazing. A piece of equipment. And, and we've talked about it before, but it's blossomed into something that is truly monumental and truly game changing. Um, So it's your, your cost effective way to track your reps, sets, calories burned, uh, exercises worked on, force exerted, intensity, uh, a lot of, of, of data that we pull from your strength training workout is able to be related, analyzed, stored, transmitted to a third party. So if you're working with a strength coach or a personal trainer, you, you get that opportunity to send that data so you all can work together to achieve the ultimate goal, which is to get to your fitness plateau, your fitness right. echelon more effectively and more efficiently. That's the the goal of metric mate. And 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 we've okay. been able to to incorporate an artificial intelligence personal trainer in there. We've been able to build a platform that gives fitness professionals more information than they would get even standing over you and watching you as you work out. By using metric mate, you just get more data, more information, more abilities from what you're already doing. You know what I'm saying? It's a non-invasive, autonomous platform that, that we're trying to change the world, bro. Like, period. Okay, nice. You plug the computer up, and it's like Zordon for the Power Rangers. He's standing there and he tell you what to do. <laughs> so talk, talk to me about that. Talk to me about that portion of the metric, mate, because I'm, I mean, is it a white? Look, everybody got Fitbits. I mean, everybody everybody got something. What exactly is it? So how, how are people going to get their vitals? This is the real way that the real way <laughs> that the magic happens. You know what I'm saying? This is where it gets really intense. So this is our first apparatus, which is our metric mate smart pen. You know what I'm saying? So I have the selectorized machines that you work on in the gym that you select the weight with the pen as all the technology into this portion right here. And you usually you literally use it the same way you put it in to select the weight. It knows what weight you selected. It knows what machine you're working out on. 
the way that we've got it set up, you can tell reps. exercise you're doing, and then it counts your reps. It knows what set you're on. It knows how much force you're actually exerting because it's it tuned into what your workout is like that. And then it even knows your intensity. You know what I'm saying? Did I spend, how much rest time did I spend before I started my next set? If I spent less rest time, then I'm in an intense Oh, that's my kind of tool right there. It's, it's, it's super smart. It's dumb, right. it's dumb smart, to say the least. Dumb uh, smart, yeah. <laughs> and then it uses Bluetooth <laughs> technology to connect directly to your smartphone, and then it sends all the data there. So you can literally pull up everything from your workout. You go into the gym, you put this on the weight that you want, you work out, you stay focused, you stay in your zone. It collects all your information automatically, sends it to your phone. When you get done with your workout, you can go back through and look, I worked out this hard on this part. I did this, this really well. I had really good right. movement on this. Or when I was bench pressing, I was pushing up with both of my arms evenly. I wasn't pushing up with my left more than my right. Or I didn't have more weight on my right than my left. It can give you breakdown of your entire workout just by simply incorporating this smart device into your workout routine. That's dope. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Hey, but like you said, you're not here to hijack my conversation. So I'm going to be talking about you. You're diving into metric, mate. Appreciate (laughs) you wanting to know more. And as always, man, just just stay posted. And and for everybody in the community, uh, anybody that's learning about metric, mate, now that wants to continue to learn more, go to our website at themetricmate.com. Check it out. Sign up for our newsletter. We send out a newsletter every other month on the 16th of the month. Keep everybody informed and in the loop. So go ahead and sign up for that thing, man, and, and stay posted on, on what Metric Mate's doing to change the world. But enough about me. We we learned a lot about, about Metric Mate and what's going on, brother, but we're here to talk about you and the amazing things that you're doing, dude. So 16-year career in the military, we're about the same age. So that means the majority of your life, you've been serving this country. And, and if nobody's told you today, I appreciate you for being a part of that amazing group. But... What made hey, man. you want to take that journey? Dude? And I appreciate the support. <laughs> no, without a doubt. Without, without a doubt, realistically, it was my grandmother, man. Like, you know, my grandma raised me. You know, my grandma had me since I was about two years old. Obviously, my mom and my dad both suffered crack cocaine addictions. You know, we, we know that story. Obviously, I don't have enough time on here to hear that story. But for those who do want to get that story, once we get to the end, I'll plug my Instagram account and they can click the link in the bio. Then they can get the full read and the full story on that. But, you know, my grandmother, man, you know, she always talked about, you know, working hard, really just putting yourself in a position to just be a better man, a better young man. You know what I mean? In the society that we're growing up in and that we living in. And so one day, you know, she came to me. She said, well, you coming up? And this is in 2004. This had to be about uh, December, right before my 18th birthday. She said, you know, uh, in May, graduating, you got to figure out what you want to do. She said, you either go to school or you either go to the service. I ain't myself like, hmm. I'm like, well, I don't think I really want to go uh, to the service. I think I'm going to try school. You know what I mean? You know, in high school, you know, try sports. It is what it is. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It, every, everything, everything's about trial. You know, everything's about trial and error. But ultimately, mm-hmm. what ended up happening was I had a partial scholarship to Florida State to go down there. They never got back to me. And at this time, I felt like I was running short on time. I went and spoke to an Air Force recruiter who had actually gave me the ASVAB uh, as I was to Cap High School. And that dude later became my recruiter. And then the rest was written. Yeah. Next thing you know, now I'm in the Air Force. You know, so at that point, when it ultimately was to get my education, you know what I mean? And at this point, I think I'm sitting on what, three college degrees right now. I'm finished up my fourth college degree, my master's in Homeland Security. I graduate in the spring. I'll be done. I'll be done second week of January and I'll graduate in May. So it's been great. 
most people, they join the military to travel and to fight the good fight and to do all of that. I mean, I'm versatile. Now, I've had three combat tours, been there, done that. You know, serve, as far as like traveling, I just love Europe. As you know, I've seen 26 different countries. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't join for those purposes, but I joined and I was able to have those experiences, which have gotten me to where I am now. Truth, man. Truth, dude. Being able to see all of that, do all of that, be a part of, of have that be a part of your legacy, bro. That's the type of stuff right. that you don't think about, you know, and, and just as much as you weren't thinking about going into the military, you couldn't have imagined that you would have lived in the UK. You know what I'm saying? That you would have traveled to all of those different pieces of the globe and experienced them. Not like, oh, I'm going to go and do a layover in, in India or I'm going to go see something in Thailand. Right. Like, no, nah, bro, I've been there. I've yeah, been I went. There. Yeah, man. Right. How how do you feel like? Going now that you're getting ready to, to, to go into your third place and, and permanent place and getting ready to, to transition into another part of your life, how do you feel like these experiences have shaped and molded you being the leader that you are? Uh, well, I'll, I'll start with just experience. You know, being in 16 years, we might have to do an edit because it's been seven. This is my seventh. This is my seventh duty station. Seven. However, ho- however, when you talk about third place of significant change, you're absolutely right. This is my third place. The whole significance. Mm-hmm. Cause we got my first base, right? Which I first got there, didn't know nothing. I was green. Didn't have a clue about nothing. Then we have my last base, which I experienced a lot of strife and a lot of opposition against me as a person because of my leadership skills, because I had people who didn't want me to succeed, mm-hmm. you know? And then now talking about the third that you mentioned is now being in my final duty station where I get to retire literally in three and a half years. September 1st, 2024, I'm retired. I take the uniform off. The uniform is done. I, t- I take the uniform off. I turn it in. It is what it is. I am now a retiree. Yes, right? I guess we're going to talk about, or, or what we're talking about now is, all right, all right, what has gotten me here? And then I guess we're going to talk about, you know, where I plan to go in, in the aspect of leadership and so forth. Yep. With that being said, as you know, I am a proud member of the Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. And it is November, also known as Q-Vember, uh, unofficially. <laughs> but, but, you know, a lot of people think, oh, man, oh, man, you're in the military. I know the kind of tools that made you a great leader. No. It's tons of conversations me and you have had. As a matter of fact, you told the future. You told me right in my own house. You told me right in my own house that I was going to marry the very woman that I'm married to or getting married to, I should say, in April, at the wedding in April, April 2021, right? You called it. You called it like, nah, bro, nah, bro. And I was being negative and all of that. Nah, nah, I ain't never getting married again. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. Blah, blah, blah. You called it. And then you broke down what's called the four-year plan, right? And I ain't going to break the entire four-year plan down to them. We know. It starts at six months, and then to go to a year, then to get to two years. And then at that point, you look at the 48-month mark, which is the four-year plan. Or at the four-year mark, you're like, oh, okay, what's what? And I said that, I thought about that, and I started thinking, well, me and her already being friends, almost four. Well, now, now it's official. I've been four. I'm like, that's a four-year plan right there. Been in front of me the whole time, and I didn't even realize it. You know what I mean? So starting with you and then starting with other close friends of mine, you know, and then some of my mentors. You know, my mentors have definitely gotten me here. You know, shout out to Sean Rewell, shout out to John Nolan, former uh, retired, or excuse me, former chief slash retired chief master sergeant, Chief Antoinette Button. If I forget anybody, y'all got to forgive me because I have a lot of good mentors, <laughs> uh, Daryl Williams. And um, for safe measure, I guess I'll throw in Johan Pereira. Like, and that's my most recent mentor. So I do, I do have, a, I have a huge team of mentors. Oh, I can't, I obviously I can't do it without Trevor, Dr. Trevor Hodge or my line brother, uh, James Benjamin Snipes III. He's been a 
huge mentor to me as well. So listening and and honestly, when they speak, I listen. When y'all speak, I listen. That's what's gotten me here. You know, not just going through the motions. Anybody can be put in a, a management role or a leadership position. And then you know what they started to do? I ain't going to do this. I ain't going to do that. I'm going to call this type of shot. I'm going to call that type of shot because they got to know that I'm here. What you think makes you a leader does not make you a leader. Being the leader is making mistakes and being accountable for those mistakes. So ultimately, earlier on in my career, when I got my Article 15, when I got hemmed up and I got in trouble, you know what I mean? Literally, I got I got hemmed up. Like I, They were looking to kick me out of the Air Force. And at the time, I wanted to be out. I wanted to go right back home. I wanted to go right back to Miami. All right, bye. It's too cold in Montana anyway. Right. <laughs> but ultimately, what the Article 15 is what led to it. And after I got in trouble was when they called my grandmother and put her on the phone and said, all right, now you explain to your grandma why you just lost two stripes. You explain to her why you just disappointed her. I didn't even want to take the phone. I was crying. Grown man. Grown man. At the time, I was 20 years old and I said, crying in my commander's office. Now, my commander and everybody talking to me, I was hard. He couldn't tell me nothing. But man, oh man, when I heard Gladys on the other end of that phone, Boy, why are you out there? I didn't raise you like this. I can never start crying. I disappointed and let down the only person who believed in me the most. Yeah, the only person who had believed in me the most. I had let them down. Right. So to me, it was it, it was crazy. So at that rate, um, at that rate, it was more so about, um, bro, the fact that they called my grandmother and I had to face her and I had to tell her that I have messed up in, in, in the capacity that I messed up. And I'll share it here. I discharged a firearm on a government installation. That warrants jail time. Anybody who knows anything about anything federal, I should have went to jail. Bro, it's, it's crazy. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> so that was the beginning. That was the genesis of everything. Yep. And from that point, man, I outworked everybody. I worked 10 times harder than everybody. And I can say 10, 100 times harder than everybody else. At that point, I would eventually, even before I become a supervisor, I'll have other airmen who would come to me. Hey, like, how can I, um, like, how can, like, how can you help me? How can you help me, you know, do the same stuff you've done? And funny enough, here we are over, I don't know, it was 2007, what, 13 years ago? Yep. We're 13 years removed from me getting R15 and me getting in trouble with the Air Force to now I have my own program called Bounce Forward that me and my other mentor, Crystal McGee, shout out to Crystal McGee, and we're going to be doing this Air Force wide. You know what I mean? And the program is called Bounce Forward. But when we get into about the, what we're going to do ahead, I'll go a little bit more into that because it's good stuff. It's true. You know what I mean? But ultimately, my mistakes, my failures, my accountability, and my team around me. You got to have a good team around you. That's what's gotten me to where I'm at today, to where I'm at, or even where I am. The people I mentor, the people I lead, it's always a measure of telling them accountability, accountability, accountability. You have to be accountable for who you are, the decisions you make, the things you say and do, because guess what? Every action has a reaction. True. No matter which way you no matter which way you do it, every action has a reaction. So that that's that. And it's always, and for me, I guess, you know, something you know, something I learned from a very distinct group of gentlemen, you know, humbleness with dignity, humility with pride. That's gonna go over a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand that. But at the same time, they understand it, but they don't understand it to the level that me and you understand it because of how we were taught it. Indeed. You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody loving it because you, you come across plenty of people who understand, like, it's okay, bro. We're all private, but will you, will you show some humility? You know what I mean? Will you will you open yourself up to understand that I'm not perfect and that I too make a difference? You know what I mean? I too can make a difference by not being self-centered, 
not being only focused on my endeavors, but how I can help other people and putting that time back into my own community and surrounding communities as well. Because guess what? I think it's a little baby who said it best. It's not a white or a black problem. It's a together problem that we got in society. We always want to make stuff white versus black. But this isn't about white versus black. It's about what's right and what's wrong. And that's how I built my entire legacy and career not only in the military, but with how I mentor and I, and I lead other people. Bro, that's that's dropping jewels, bro. Like, you, if, if the community can't get some of these jewels out of this conversation, bro, they losing. Because understanding that Failure is not the end. Mm-mm. And that's so the beginning, actually. I mean, it's, it's, failure is the beginning. It's only the beginning. But right. so many people see it as being this, this monumental destruction, this annihilation right. of everything that they thought was holy and dear. And oh my God, how am I ever going to get back? Bro, stop doing whatever you were doing and start making better choices, G. And, that's it. And it doesn't take away from the fruitfulness of your life, brother, because you've had a very fruitful life. Oh, my, oh, it's great. Dude, you, <laughs> I'm talking about shut shut down clubs, shut yeah, down man. venues. Like, you, you've been yeah. that guy. Like, if y'all don't know about this, man, DJ 365, let's go ahead and put it out there. <laughs> oh, my alter ego, check, yeah. Check, check out the, the Corey Noel's alter ego. Yes, he is a, a, a military leader and a, a fighter for, for everything that is right and helping people right. be better. But... He also has a side where he's been able to to travel the world and be this extraordinary person in a completely different fashion. So right. making the adjustment to be better doesn't necessarily mean that you have to change and take away all of the things that make you you. But right. if it ain't working, fix it. Like, as they say, if it's working, don't fix it. But if it ain't working, right. fix it. Bro. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, if, it, if it's broke, if it's broke, you definitely need to fix it. You know, and, and, and you know, appreciate the plug. Yeah, I am DJ 365, man. All the way to London, England, man. Y'all, y'all know who I am. Um, <laughs> but yeah, nah, nah, it's not, nah, but, nah, but what you, nah, you, you hit it right on the head. Uh, it's definitely, you know, your failures do not define you. You know, so anybody listening to this podcast or watching this video, you have to understand that your failures, as a matter of fact, sometimes you need to fail in order to become humble. Because when you're not, when you're not used to losing, which my whole life, I ain't never been used to losing because I've been winning my whole life. I had to take a significant L to bring me back to reality to let me know that, yo, you here. And everything that come after this, you're going to appreciate it more because you don't think that it's what's supposed to be given to you because you earned it. It's earned, not given. There ain't nothing in life is given to you. There ain't nothing in life is free. True. 100%. Yeah. Man. 100%. So you had your adversity. You overcame. Yeah. You 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 succeeded beyond wildest of dreams. You have built a life for yourself and your family. Bruh, what's the move next, man? We got to be able to keep moving forward. What's next? Uh, So first thing first, right? So I want to plug this program. It's called Bounced and Forward. And it, yeah, right now, right now it's just tailored to just military people. At some point, we want to get this tailored to everybody where we hold these classes. And what the foundation of the class is, is you made a mistake. You got in trouble. Here's how we can help you bounce forward. The Department of Defense and the military, they got this whole resiliency program. Okay. This ain't that type of resilience. Huh. They give you a couple little tools and a couple little classes to basically help you. you. You stay on top of your fitness and you go to church and you do this. And No, no, no. That's not what builds resilience. True resilience is, again, making a mistake, going through the five stages of grief. After you go through the five stages of grief, you get to acknowledgement and you know that what you just went through it not only shaped or defined you, but it's meant to make you better. That's that's where it starts. So bouncing forward, 
It's about accountability, resilience, and motivation. Hmm. Those are the three things you need to thrive in life. Thrive. You, you, you got to have them. Without those, you can't do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to have those. So that's mainly what we speak about. And I've just launched a supervisor's course. This program is now running. So my mentor at my last base, uh, she initially did it, the um, post-preliminary portion at her first base. And now we're taking first. So the base I just got to, mm-hmm. I'm bringing both programs to this base. We have somebody in Japan. He's an E8. He's CMS sergeant. He's running that program in Japan. Love we it. have another uh, E8. She's in Germany. She's running that program, expanding this program to help our aim. For us, is to get to the Department of Defense level. Okay. Once we get to the Department of Defense level, because at some point we may or may not sell it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. it is what it is. It's copyrighted. It is what it is. It ain't. This is not an Air Force program. This is a separate entity yep. to the United States Air Force. And people need to understand that. So we're trying to take it not only global, but we're trying to get it into even like civilian sectors, law enforcement. Fire departments, homeland security, places like that. Because now, because everything, all of those departments have military structure. So now everybody has people who get in trouble who depart from standards. Yep. So now we want to help those people understand the enhanced force. Why I said civilians, speaking about cops, right? Now everybody understands. Okay, well, this is good stuff. But more so, the supervisors' course, because like we talk about, you may have somebody to go their whole life never get in trouble. You may ask somebody to go their whole life, never had anything happen, but they may have something else significant happen to them. And to them, it's the end of their world. Now they don't know what to do. You know what I mean? And you got people like me, you know, y'all goof off here and there. I've never been in any real significant trouble. And then once I got in some real significant trouble, I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's the first part. The second part is, you know, I talk about 40 to 42 hours a month in the community. Majority of that time is really working with kids, you know, in, wow. in, uh, in Boston, we had the brunch and ball program, both in Dorchester and, you know, and in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And what we do, we would get with the kids, we coach them in basketball, but we would host an hour and a half session based on just life lessons. We would bring people in. I actually came in and I spoke about my situation when I faced adversity, but more so on top of that, when I had my battle, uh, with depression and my two suicide attempts, I talked to them about that. And I talked to them about, and I didn't mention this beforehand. So I want to say before this part, but, Another moment of clarity was when I had the gun in my head and it went off and it was just a loud click and that bullet didn't come out. That's when I realized that God had a greater purpose for me. You know what I mean? There was reason for me still being here. There's more people for me to talk to, for me to touch, for me to mentor, for me to lead. Like that's that's not my calling. It's his calling, not mine. True. So ultimately, that's also kind of what got me here and what sees and path path the road for the way forward. Because I have now gotten to a new place and now I have to get I have to get involved with not only the local community, which I've, I've already been involved. I've been living here three days. I've already been involved once already. You know what I mean? Actually, twice. Not even, not even twice. You know what I mean? When it did some community service with the Deltas, Delta Sigma Theta um, Sorority Incorporated, when it does some work with them, you know, did some work with my local chapter here with Omega Sound 5, right? So I'm already working. I was working for a guy. That's what I do. So all of that helps going forward. But my ultimate aim is to get in Boys and Girls Club, YMCA, but I got to go to the hood. I need to find the kids who don't know what it's like, you know what I mean, to have everything handed to them. I got to go find the kids who don't know what it's like to grow up and despite just being grounded or punished on something silly. Yeah. I would go find the kids who who know what it's like to go, they got to eat out of trash can. They got to steal. Yeah. They got to go rob. You know what I mean? They got to break in the cars just so they can sleep in that car just to be warm because they ain't got nowhere else to go. Those are the kids I'm looking for because I want to help them get on the path to where they can achieve greatness and understand that everything they've done up to this point don't define them. Because they're going to be the world's next millionaires, dog. Like, True. that's that's what it's about for me. And a lot of people know me, but they really don't know me. They really don't know what my aspirations are as far as helping these kids. I don't do this 
for a picture, for a photo op. I don't do this for what we call the Air Force the EPR bullet. Mm-hmm. I don't do it for none of that. I do it for these kids, bro, because at the end of the day, if I didn't have my grandmother step in to take me and save my life, I would have been one of those kids. You know what I mean? My next step after that is retirement. September 1st, 2024. I'm officially retired. 20 years of service on the nose. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing a day over 20. I'm done. <laughs> no matter what rank I'm at. Right. I'm finished. Done. I done had enough. <laughs> listen, I didn't have listen, I didn't have enough. I want my retirement check. They got it. Look, I get a disability check. Yep. I get the GI Bill check. Yep. Yo, that's three checks and I ain't even got to work. Yep. And guess what I'm gonna do? So right now, as you know, you know what I mean? Uh, me and my uh, me and my wife pretty much, uh, that's what she's about to be. Basically, we run Rubert Apparel, yep, fitness clothing line. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put more action into that. Yep. On top of that, uh, my next aim would be to open my own gym. Before I retire, and actually, uh, after I get done with this master's degree in the spring, so probably in like the summer, mm-hmm. I am going to complete my ABC personal trainer certification through the company ABC. Love it, right? Love it. Because guess what? You know me. You know, I'm a, you know I work out. I'm a gymaholic. That's what I do. And I know you got a question about the gym coming up, so I'm not even going to go into that right now. I'm not even, I'm not even going to go into that right now. But when you post a question, I'll bring it back up. But at the end of the day, open my own gym. You know what I mean? Making an environment and make it affordable where everybody can come work out. True. Whether you live in the hood or whether you live in the suburbs, you come to my gym, you can work out. It ain't going to be no fancy sports plaques and fancy sports center, none of that. No, no, no. It's going to be hard though. Old school look, old school feel. The color's going to be decent. It ain't going to be that. It ain't going to look like the jail. It ain't going to look like the jailhouse, like I like to call it. Um, <laughs> uh, shout out to Larry Younger, man. My dog, man. He down, he, he, he down right now, but he'll get back up one of these days, man, because he's influenced another person who's influenced me. Mm-hmm. We talk all the time. You know what I mean? Love Shout out to Big Larry, man. Shout out to my dog, LV. <laughs> but um, it'd be it'd be some nice colored walls and stuff in there. You know what I mean? I haven't kind of completely went through how I want to theme it. But the weights, steel weights. Everything in there is going to be all steel weights. None of this plastic stuff that they're using, steel weights. So when they put their metric mate into the thing, it's going to tell you, you just arrived at the steel gym. Yeah, you and my gym. Yeah. And guess what? You just arrived in there and everything in here still. Love it. it. It is what it is. So that's the that's the ultimate goal is to open my own gym, bro. And because I have a personal training certification, guess what? Why not train people in my own gym? Yep. But that's what costs y'all a little bit extra more. Time is money. <laughs> <laughs> Time is money, brother. <laughs> but but I'm not gonna break. But at the same time, I'm willing to train people at a, at a decent amount. I'm not trying to break the bank, man. I'm here to just help any and everybody I can. You know what I mean? That's what I'm here to do. Yeah, man. Help any and everybody I can. It is, bro. And, and and like you said, that's the perfect segue into the next question, dude. Like Metric Mate is all about maintaining your fitness profile, being getting your fitness journey on, on board and reaching your fitness goals in general. Not only for the superficial aesthetic reasons why people want to do it or believe people want to do it a lot of times, but just right. for the simple fact that that it gives you more energy, it helps you strive, it helps you keep your mind clear. So So how has fitness helped you cope with everything that's been going on, continue to push forward and going to help you push forward into all these amazing things you got going in the future, G. I mean, the answer to that is fitness saved my life, man. Fitness, fitness saved my life. And then put it that way. It, I wasn't obese. I wasn't under underweight and was frail and about to die. No, 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 not like that. Fitness saved my life. So when I went through the whole situation of, you know, my grandmother passing away and going through depression and all of that, and I had uh, two instances uh, with suicide attempts and ideations and stuff like that, what it brought to my what it brought to my attention was that, well, one, you're not done here, and then two, you need to find something else to do because you're a little bit too bored. 
Granted, at the time, I was working two jobs. I was working security part-time at a strip club, and I was working at the mall part-time. He's called me RoboCop. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who worked in Mall St. Vincent, man. I knew y'all knew. Because, look, couldn't nobody, look, couldn't nobody so much steal a piece of bubble gum without me popping up. I was on it. Yeah, I was with it. Yeah, I was with it, for real. You know me. Dog, we go back, bro. We go back. Way back. Bro, man, hey, man. I don't know what, 25 years? Bruh, bro, easy. RoboCop, dog. Like, I was, I was with it. But when, in, in regards to fitness, right? You know, I started lifting weights. Uh, I started boxing. You know, I started doing, you know, I did a little bit of jujitsu, ended up quitting. I'm not really, that's not really for me. So I had to stay in my lane. I, I, I had to go into something that I like doing. And ultimately, you know, it got to a point where I just started, and everywhere I would go, I would meet other gym rats, as I call them. And that was kind of like our common bond, but then it would open up other conversations. Now I'm learning about their life. Now I'm learning about how they grew up. Now I'm learning about what got them into the gym. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that some of them had health issues, which drove them to the gym. And they just became obsessed with it. Wow. Do you know what I mean? And so did I. I just became obsessed with the process, watching my body transform, watching my body change. I became obsessed with that. So knowing that our health is most important. You know, I look at my granddad who just turned 88 back in January. Wow. 88, January. You understand? You look at him, he don't look a day over, I don't know, 65. And that's only because you can look at him tell he's an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. He gets up every single morning. My granddad gets up every single morning. Bench press, squat. He don't deadlift. He don't, he don't deadlift. You know what I mean? Dumbbell curls for his biceps. And then he swim. And then he sit in the sauna for about 30 minutes every single day. And he's been doing that since he's got, he's retired from the United States Customs and Immigration Services, known as USCIS. Wow. Yeah. So if people want to know why I'm going towards the Department of Homeland Security, you know, I'm just following those who came before me. You know what I mean? And my granddad, he's always been active, but he, he's in good health. He don't have to take a bunch of medicine. He don't have to take a bunch of pills. No, no, no. No, none of that. Wow. You know his pills and his medicine is? The sauna, swimming, going to the gym. And Going to the gym, he got a gym in his house. He ain't got to go to the gym. He used the equipment in his house to do some stuff. He goes to the actual gym and use the rest of their stuff because he liked to use their swimming pool and their sauna. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is when the pandemic hit, and I hope I'm not jumping, but when the pandemic hit, what happened was that kind of put him in that kind of, both of us actually, because both our gyms were shut down. So now what do you do? Right. You I mean, do you sit at home and gain the quarantine 15 and look like Thor? You know, in that one movie when he picked up all that weight? Yeah. Is that what you do? Or do you use ingenuity and order resistance band and get dumbbells and body-weighted workouts? My granddad was doing that, and I was doing the same exact thing during the pandemic. I had, I had, no, I had no idea that he was even doing it, and I just happened to be talking about it when I was back home a couple months ago, and I was talking to him. And he said, yeah, I used these little band things. Like, granddad, I got a whole bag full of bands. I used the bands, too. He said, yeah, he said, but when the gym opened back up, you're actually back on the heavy weights. You should still use the bands after your workout. So after you get done, you should still use the bands because it helps the continuation of the muscle, stimulation of the muscle growth. Yep. I'm looking at this old man who's not even like swole, not even built. You know what I mean? He's, 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 he's nice and trim for older gym, but he's not swole. I'm thinking like, well, what do he know about it? I mean, he's never really been, but that's never been his aim or goal mm-hmm. to be big. You know what I mean? He's going to look nice in his uniform, look nice in whatever it was he had on. That was his aim. So for me, my, my aim is not necessarily to be super swole like Lex Luger, but, you know, a little bit of muscle, a little razzle-dazzle, if you, you know will. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. A little tiny bit. <laughs> you know, down on China. So, and I learned so much. And so realistically, at that, at that aspect, you know, fitness in itself has been the the staple, if you will, to holding me and my life and a lot of other people I've came across together because that's kind of like the one thing that you can do that's 
honestly, this is good for it, it's, it's good for the body. And what y'all got going on in the Metro Mate, this is some good stuff because literally now I can go into the gym and do whatever I need to do. But we'll get to the point because I'm about to talk to you about what y'all do as far as like barbells and stuff like that. Because yep. I'm pretty sure you're working on something as far in that regard, as far as like the barbell. So when it comes to bench press, yep. or you might be working on something when it comes to referencing using dumbbells or doing squats or doing deadlifts because the technology and the way you're, I ain't gonna say exploiting because you really aren't, but the way you're taking advantage of your use of technology is phenomenal because you got so many people out here who won't take the time out to sit down and watch a five minute YouTube video. They won't take the time. And YouTube teach you how to do all kinds of stuff. All kinds from of building, from, from, bruh, from building bombs to building an airplane, YouTube teach you how to do it and yep. everything in between. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. But people won't even take the time out to open a book. They won't take the time out to literally grab a book and look in between those pages and read those words to see how to do something, how they can excel. And that's crazy to me. Because even with the fitness aspect of it, you got to read. You just came down to just doing stuff where you hurt yourself. You got to read. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so for me, and, and we talk about fitness, like it is the head of pretty much the majority of everything that I do. I stay active. You know, I stay in the gym. You know, bad on me. I've been training, though, know, now in probably about like a good month now, you know, just with moving and just other stuff. Other people have been coping yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. So it's it's been a decent trade-off. You know what I mean? Because I, and while, while I haven't been able to get physically in the gym, I've been doing a little bit. You know, I, you know, I ain't ever stopped doing something. Yeah. I do somebody, I do somebody weight stuff at the crib. But at the end of the day, it's been it's been a good trade-off because that absence from the gym has allowed me to delve in and focus on other areas where I know I can improve in my own life. So you always right, you always got time to improve. You always got time to read. You know what I mean? I think I think you won't even tell me. I think that's how I got on YouTube because you you said, "Bro, always on YouTube." You watching all this different fitness stuff on YouTube and different exercises on YouTube and different little lectures and stuff on YouTube. And initially, I'm thinking like, "Man, man, man, Marcus tapped. All he want to do is watch. Man, man, all brother MT want to do is just watch yeah, YouTube." But guess what? At the end of the day, that's your thing. I can't knock you for doing what's your thing. That's what you want to do. That's your thing. I can't knock you for doing what MT likes to do. True. You know what I mean? All I can do is either judge or emulate. And guess what? I was just on YouTube right before you called me for this interview. <laughs> I just came here for having something else, you know, work-wise. And then literally jumped on YouTube, just looking in, you know, trying to check some stuff out in regards, you know, to our fitness company, you know, trying to, you know, trying to research and see what's what. Yep. You know what I mean? We done bought a press machine and, you know, we're trying to do it ourselves so we get rid of the third-party person because they yep. charge us arm and a leg, right? Mm -hmm. We want to do it ourselves. So I'm researching on how to do, you know, how to do screen printing, like leggings. How you do that? I'm all on YouTube. You got people who don't know, who don't understand that. And since I did put the business, like I said, it's Ruber Apparel. You can follow the page on Instagram at Ruber Apparel, uh, LLC. And make sure y'all follow my personal page, uh, I am underscore DJ365. Uh, it's a lot of good content on there for you guys. I myself do have my own podcast called No Days Off Podcast. I, it's, it's, in it's in transition. I think, I think being here, I think I'm going to really turn it up and I'm going to start doing some stuff different uh, with the podcast. Um, so I haven't really been, I haven't really been doing much. But I, I, it, it's time to it's time to uh, repackage how I'm doing it in the content. And the, not that the content is bad because the social issues I'm talking about are great, but it's really more so about really integrating and incorporating more people. Because I find that this is more it's, it's difficult for me to talk to myself. I can't talk to myself. I don't like doing that. <laughs> yeah, right. And as a radio and as a radio host, you know, and I was a radio host. You know, even before going to England, I was a radio host two years before even before even going to England. So I was over collectively eight years of doing radio and interviewing people. You know, I think that's what my that's what my niche is. That's my go to. So yeah, it's, it's bigger things coming man, with the podcast. But when in doubt, man, y'all can always invite me to y'all podcast. Podcast. I talk about anything. As you that's can see, this, this, this man, this man got a motor. <laughs>
That's what I do, man. I, I, t- I talk about any and everything. So whatever y'all want to do, we can do this. That's what it is. Bro, I love it. I love it, man. And you hit on some definitely dope points on that, man. Because one, everybody has their own routine. Everybody does their own thing. Nobody can tell you what you need to do as long as you are doing what you need to do to make sure that you can prosper and be and be great moving forward. So if right. that lifting heavy things like a bunch of us like to do, I like to get in there and hit a metal clank, the rock, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the rock. Obviously loves to be in the iron paradise and hear everything clanking together. Or if you like hearing birds chirp and you want to go on hikes and, and, and go through the woods and the forest and see the trees and the flowers and, and be in nature. That's a beautiful thing as well. Whatever you do, do you. Nobody can tell you right. to do this best for you because at the end of the day, you don't want to have to execute it. You're the one that got to do it. And finding that fitness for you and, and it being such a, a huge catalyst for everything that you do, G, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. And and, right. and have it Appreciate be a part of your future, too. Like making yeah. plans now for what you're going to do in the future, such as getting your personal trainer certification. You can own your own uh, uh, steel gym. You know what I'm saying? That's it's, it. Yeah. Bro, that's, that's, that's off the chain. Yeah, that's it. And that's all it is to it, really. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you know what I mean? You learn from your past. You put the work in and you're present and then use your future to set uh, to set the destination of where you're trying to get to. Because truth be told, you always have a future goal if you do what you're supposed to do. Really? You should always have a future goal. Always. If you get to a point you have no future goals, then you don't stop working. And I don't believe in that because rent do every day. And guess what? You got to work to pay that rent. But whether that's it. on your body, look, whether it's on your body, whether it's on your mind, whether it's on your spirit, gotta mind, body, and soul. <laughs> <laughs> got to pay that rent, bro. Got to pay that rent. That is yeah, that's it. That's long. Look, community, I tell y'all about everybody that comes on this show that they are dropping gems and y'all need to be receiving them. And today is no different. Like this, these right here are bricks that you could use to build a foundation of your life so that that monument that you build to whoever you want to be stands forever. Right. And not a monument of nothingness, as we know the, the phrase for that, <laughs> but a monument that is filled with dedication filled with with perseverance, filled with resilience and and all right. that in between that allows you to be able to to be successful in whatever right that you believe successful is. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, nobody can define what your workout looks like. Nobody can define what your day looks like and nobody can define what success looks like. But you for you, period, right. period. So, dude, you know, hit on everything, man. We 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 <laughs> in a good place. I love it. This is always a great conversation, man. That's why I love you and I appreciate you so much. So let's go ahead and get to the the nit grit of the one thing that I ask everybody that comes on the show, bro. If you had to sum up all the knowledge in the one gym, in the one hope diamond, drop that on the community right now. All work is easy work. That's it. All work is easy work. Okay. Like like at the the end of the day, shout out to Floyd Mayweather. That's what I got that from. And it's one of my mantras, bro. All work is easy work. You know, if, if I could if I could summarize that into one, I wouldn't say one one word. I don't have one. I mean, if I had one word, one word would be motivation. But as far as a phrase, you know, that kind of goes with uh, it. Kind it kind of goes with basically, you know, doing your life what will live forever. You know what I mean? And hard work, you know, leads to the things that often happens in your life that will live forever. You know what I mean? For those who come after you, that can tell for the storytellers to tell your memories and to keep your legacy and your name alive. You have to work hard in order to get in to build that type of rapport with people for them to, for them to serve your legacy to everybody else. It's the only way. Only way. It's the only way. But yeah, all work is easy work. There we you go. You know what I mean? All work is easy work. You know, all even work even on my even on my going away plaque, my going away plaque, they put 
They put all works easy work on there. Am I going with black? <laughs> hey, you know, words that he lives by not only just gives the group G. That's that's how you know it's real when people immortalize it on something. Yeah, give you that means they heard it before, bro. It's, it's heard it, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? They know what time to you know. Shout out <laughs> all my airmen. You know they. I tell them now from military standpoint, for my military people, you either outstanding or you all processing. You can come in and you can do good, or guess what? There's the dope. You can get on up out of here. There it is. We got we got enough people wearing uniforms. Ain't doing nothing, bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? You the outstanding, know you are processing. That's my military people. You know what I mean? That that, that would be my line for them. Got but it. But it all comes back to hard work. There it it's is. A, all work is easy work. Right? There's no task too big, no task too small. And despite what your what your stature is, or what your rank, or what your position is, there's no task too big. There's no task too small. And that and, and I live by that. Got to set it. the example. Love it. But love I appreciate it, you having. It. I, pre- I appreciate you having me. I appreciate having me on the metric minute, man. Man, hanging no, out. No. Coming on here, coming on here, clowning. You know what I mean? I'm definitely, I gotta, I'm, I'm definitely no. In, in, in all, in all reality, especially once I figure out this situation, this gym situation, and get some other stuff squared away, I'm definitely gonna reach out. I met your mate because the thing is, uh, y'all have to support those who support y'all. At the end of the day, if you don't support those who support you, we can never grow. You know what I mean? And as a black community, we gotta stop with, oh no, this is too much. Oh no, I can't do this. Oh no, I can't do that. No, what you need to do is you need to get in the habit of understanding this. You go to Ferragamo and he spent all his money. You go to Gucci and he spent all his money. They don't even want y'all wearing their clothes. That's the crazy thing to me. I got the clothing line that appropriate African heritage, but y'all go on my website and see that a hoodie is now on sale, by the way, 45 because it's, it's hoodie season. My hoodie's on sale, $5 off, all, all hoodie season. You know what I mean? www.rubearapparel.com. You know what I mean? Go to my Instagram page for the spelling because we spelled it a little bit different. But at the same time, y'all go to a black-owned business and complain about a shirt being $25, $30, but then Y'all to go pay $150 for a shirt with the letters that spell Balenciaga. That's crazy. So, man, y'all got to make sure y'all support those support you. You definitely going to get my support, dog. I got to. Like, there's no reason. There's no reason why. Oh, and then while I'm sitting here and while I'm plugging stuff, my wife just launched a makeup, cosmetic company and all of that. It's called Lashade Galaxy. So, guess what? Ladies, for the ladies who's watching this podcast, guess what? Lashade Galaxy. Go on the Instagram page. Go to the Etsy page. She has some pretty cool stuff. She got magnetic lashes. She got traditional lashes that you use with the glue. I don't know what y'all do because I don't wear eyelashes. But guess what? I don't know. She even got another, bro. She got another, uh, I can't even find it. She has another, um, she has another case. It is cold, bro. Like the, the case is like, bro, the case is like rose gold. It is insane. I don't know what she did with it. Like she got, like she got all her stuff everywhere. But no, the <laughs> man, y'all moving. Bro, that's bro, all right. Say, say something oh, here, for the follow up. We're going to get on a follow up interview. Look, here you go, right? Look. There it there is. Go, boom. Ladies, look. Oh, wow. Y'all want, look, y'all want it, dog? We got the best quality in eyelashes, dog. Not that stuff y'all get from the flea market off the internet, dog. Y'all got to support my brands, too, man. You know what I mean? Like I said, man, I, I go out my way. I go out my way to do a lot of support and a lot of outreach. And I support a lot of brands. I do a lot of free plugging. I still got access to radio in England. I get people plugged over there. So, at the end of the day, support those who support y'all. So, ladies, get my eyebrows right. See this right? I like this way better than this. These are regular lashes. These are magnetic lashes. All right? There you go. We're about quality over here, dog. That's how, that's how we roll. But, ulti- it, but ultimately, you know, I, but ultimately, you know, I'll save a lot of this madness for the follow-up. Like I said, I do appreciate your time and the opportunity to come on here and talk to people in the regard of leadership because it's something that's not often spoke about that should be. You know, we often we often talk about everything else. We talk about how the Falcons been blowing leads and I they ain't my team no more. Right. You know, we can talk about, you know, we talk about how the Miami Heat, you know, they blew it, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. But they really actually went farther than what they were expected to do. They exceeded all expectations, motivation, perseverance. 
I mean, they were also accountable for the games they didn't play well. Yep. So all of that yep. stuff ties right back into everything that we talked about here. So y'all make sure y'all get y'all metric, mate, because I'm about to get mine. You know what I mean? Y'all make sure y'all show MT some love, man. Like, comment, and subscribe on this particular YouTube channel, on this page, and make sure y'all share it with y'all friends, man. You never know, man. Somebody else might need this blessing that lies within these messages that I'm giving up. You know what I mean? So go to my Instagram page. Like I said, I already gave it to y'all. Click the link in the bio, and my entire story is on there if you want to read it, if you look, if you are in search for some inspiration. Dude, that's all I got. Hey, man, and, and you gave a lot, brother. You gave a lot, like you have to your service, like you do to community. You've given a That's lot it. to the Metric Mate Minute, and we can't do nothing but say thank you, my G. No problem, G. All right, bro. Love it. Hey, community, appreciate y'all for coming in and joining us for this Metric Mate Minute. Again, this is my boy, Corey Noel. I am DJ365, one of the best guys that I know, best community service members that I know, and best service members that I know. He makes sure that he puts his best forward in everything that he does, especially being that guy for the community, for his family, and for everybody that he cares about. So appreciate you again, brother. Community, no doubt, appreciate y'all for coming through and checking us out. Until next time, this has been your Metric Mate Minute. Namaste. Peace out. Man, thanks everybody for joining us for another Metric Mate Minute. We appreciate everybody that comes through and shows us love in the Metric Mate community. Make sure that you stop over at TheMetricMate.com to find out more information about the podcast, about what we're doing, any of our blog information, the transcript of the show, and just to show us massive support. Also remember to follow us on social media at Metric Mate. Check us out, y'all. Peace. <laughs>